0: Hi, this is Judge Harry Bowden, Child Support Court. Today, I wanna talk about an issue that we should all sit down and just have a conversation with our children about. It's very prevalent in reference to things that are going on right now with the killing of Floyd in Minnesota and the awakening of the consciousness of America as we see unarmed black men being gunned down, being tortured and being killed. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanna talk about an issue that goes back to the foundation and it is the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Wait, hold on, wait, 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 don't get turned off. Because the 13th Amendment to the Constitution is just as prevalent today that it will ever be. And it's not a long amendment. It's only two sentences. But if you look up the 13th Amendment in the United States Constitution, with it only being two sentences, you will find thousands of commentaries on it. And let's look at one, Wikipedia. Wikipedia says the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution abolished slavery and involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime. Whoa! See, we would read that and we would skip over that one little word, except. Now that's Wikipedia, but when we go to the actual 13th amendment, it reads as follows. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Stop. Think about it. For every rule, there is an exception. The rule is there shall neither be slavery nor involuntary servitude. The exception is unless you get convicted. Convicted of what? Convicted of a crime. And that crime can be a misdemeanor. That crime can be a felony. Now, wait a minute, some of you say, hold on, hold on, hold on, this does not make any sense whatsoever. Well, let's look at it from a very practical standpoint. You are a young man and you're driving down the street and you are pulled over, either rightfully or wrongfully, you're pulled over. And you're pulled over for, let's say, smoking marijuana And we all know that in today's climate, smoking marijuana in certain places only yields what? A fine. But what we do know is that it is still illegal. So therefore you are arrested, you are processed into jail for smoking marijuana less than an ounce and you don't think it's a big deal, so you go to court, and they say 75 dollars five, and you are, boom, convicted. Okay, 75 dollars five. smoke a little pot, ah, eh, whatever. But you're convicted now. And you don't worry about it, but you think you might want to get a job, and you think you might want to, of all things be a police officer. Whoop well, Application process have you ever been convicted? And you, because you're honest, you say yes yeah, a little bad water. Yes. And then you get a nice little letter in the mail that says Regrettably, we are unable to hire you at this time because of and there's a check in that letter that says conviction. Let's take it a little higher. You want to go to college and they ask you on the application, have you ever been convicted? Eh, what's a little marijuana? So you put yes. And you later on receive a letter from the institution which you wish to attend and it says regrettably we are unable to accept you at this time because of check conviction. Let's say you want to get an apartment and you're making a little money, let's say you uh inherited it. Or let's say that you worked a uh, job as a salesperson selling AT&T mobile phones and you did really, really well. So you want to move into that new swank apartment and you go and you fill out the application and you say, ah, a little marijuana. Yeah, I was good. You know, I paid a fine. And then you receive a letter that says, regrettably, We are unable to offer you the apartment because we do not accept those who have been convicted. So now we've just covered three little areas. We've covered a job, we've covered education, and we've covered the ability to live where you want to live. Ladies and gentlemen, the 13th Amendment says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as punishment. Well, Let's look at that a little deeper. It's punishment. Where well, the state got the punishment when you paid the fine. But now, how are you being punished? By jobs? By education? By a place to live? You never thought about it, did you? Ladies and gentlemen, have a conversation with your child. And you can go through the first amendment. The first amendment is very broad. First amendment is very good. We the people says the preamble of the United States in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Beautifully written. But who was it written for originally? Who is seeking justice now? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this small bite and introduce you to Child Support Court with Judge Harry Bowden. We'll have a lot more additions, but we want to use this one just to talk about the reality of where we are today. And we're going to talk about the reality that we wish our children will have We want to talk about the reality of what we're doing and what we're not doing. If you wish to preserve the United States Constitution and enjoy all the benefits that it has, then listen. For right now, we want to thank you for joining Judge Harry Bowden with Child Support Court. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.